baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Merry Christmas, and welcome to the John Whitmer Show. We're happy you joined us this evening here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. We're happy to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open as always. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. You can email me at john at knssradio.com. And, of course, find us on Facebook at John R. Whitmer, or excuse me, on Twitter at John R. Whitmer, and on Facebook at The John Whitmer Show. Those are the best ways to uh, to stay in touch with us. Always happy to be with you, uh, especially here in the holiday season. We're blessed to uh, to have some very loyal listeners. It, it's it's really an honor to be here and have such a, a great fan base, a loyal fan base. But we lost a, a great friend of the show recently. Uh, TJ was a, an avid listener. He used to call in. Uh, he called in several times. You may remember him. He was a, a police officer. We shared his story when he received a, a bronze medal actually presented to him by the Sedgwick County Sheriff's department after he saved a woman in a burning car out on highway 96 tj was a a brave officer a dedicated public servant and a family man and a patriot and he left us way too soon and my thoughts and prayers go out to his family and loved ones and uh, and and will be missed and you know a guy who dedicated his life to public service and will certainly uh, will certainly miss him Tonight, we uh, we have a, a good show for you, and uh, hopefully we'll bring a little bit of Christmas cheer throughout the evening. Fox News contributor Raymond Arroyo will be with us. Many of you would recognize him. He's on, it seems like, almost every night with uh, Laura Ingram. Uh, but he'll be with us to discuss the importance of celebrating the true meaning of Christmas, as, especially at a time when the cancel culture seems determined to uh, to destroy Christmas and traditional values. State Senator Karen Tyson will join us to update us on the progress of the Interim Committee on Taxation and whether or not Kansans can expect to see any tax relief next year. Former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense Elbridge Colby is going to be with us uh, in a little while to share his fears um, about China. And I know we've talked a little bit in the past about China, but this comes from a, a former assistant secretary of defense, someone who knows his stuff, and he's got some serious concerns about China's rising threat globally and the fact, frankly, that we've got a president who, who's not really in a position to do anything about it. State Representative Patrick Penn is going to update us on the Sedgwick County Redistricting Committee's recommended maps. And former Johnson County Commissioner Mike Brown just announced this week that he is going to run against incumbent Republican Secretary of State Scott Schwab. Mike Brown will be with us here coming up at 730 to tell us why, why he's going to primary Scotty Schwab, who I served with in the legislature. Looking forward to that conversation. So we've got a good show. Of course, we'll do our best to take your calls at well, typically at the uh, at the 45s. So we'll be taking your calls at three one six eight six nine. 1330, I know Dave already answered a call, so we've got somebody on hold. Um, real brief, I want to address, we, we had a true American hero 
son of Kansas, passed away this week. Senator Bob Dole, um, I, I had an opportunity to, to meet, spend a little bit of time with Bob Dole in the last few years. And, in fact, uh, sat with him during the uh, Republican National Convention a few years ago down in Tampa. Just an incredible individual. And Senator Dole's life has been one of, of, of selfless dedication, courage, and deep commitment to public service. And his legacy of, of patriotism and, and love for our country and for this state will live on despite the fact that, that he's gone. I think that legacy will, will live on long past today. Politically, though, he was a rock-solid Republican, and he you know, still had the ability, despite that, to reach across the aisle and work with his Democrat colleagues without compromising his core principles. I, I've been able to do that on occasion. You know, there were times that John Carmichael and I, and Carmichael's a polar opposite of myself politically, but we could still get some things done, Today, that doesn't seem to be happening. A lot of the bills in Congress are coming out, 100% of the Democrats voting yes and 100% of Republicans voting no. And frankly, I don't mind that when it's the kind of stuff that they're passing. But it's sad when you can't see any bipartisanship on, on certain things that should get done. And today you have divisive both sides on both sides, but divisive voices who seem more often than not to just be interested in the fight. And frankly, the most divisive voices are those on the left. And don't get me wrong, we have divisive voices on the right. I'm one of them. I'm the first one to pick a fight with a liberal because, frankly, somebody has to. The difference is the left doesn't want to agree to disagree. You're not allowed to have a disagreement with someone from the left because if you disagree with them, they condemn you for disagreeing. They don't let you go away just taking your two sides and let's agree to disagree and come back and find common ground the next day and respect each other's positions. They refuse to respect your position. You know, Bob Dole knew that you could disagree without being disagreeable a notion that seems lost today. Case in point, Congresswoman Ilhan Omar said this week that leader Kevin McCarthy is a liar and a coward and said the GOP is normalizing anti-Muslim bigotry. Uh, AOC has called out some of her Republican colleagues for posting gun-wielding Christmas photos. Like, okay, you know, you're proud of your guns and you take pictures with them. That makes you terrorists, apparently. Uh, Vice President Harris has called out Republicans as racist and childish if they mispronounce her name. You you can't just disagree. You can't. I mean, talk about. I mean, you think about how they treated Donald Trump, but that was okay. But heaven forbid you say Kamala or Kamala or whatever her name is the wrong way, even by mistake. And this isn't how you reach across the aisle. This is how you draw battle lines. And this is the culture in which we find ourselves. But we don't have to accept it. We can resist the woke mob resistance. We can stand up to them. We can refuse to accept their our way or the highway mindset. You know, if you're a decent person, you know mob justice is never just. So never join the mob. Even if you agree with the mob, if you're a decent person, you know betraying your friends is wrong just because they disagree with you, then let them have their opinion. They're entitled to their opinion. And any mob that comes for someone else is eventually going to come for you. And we've seen this time and time again. Trust me, I know what it's like to be canceled for speaking up, for saying something, for, oh, I don't know. Posting the truth about someone. I know what it's like. I know what happens when the left turns their claws upon you. The longer we remain silent in order to avoid public shaming, we enable the mob. And what's worse, because not enough people are pushing back on these woke, false realities, people are starting to believe 
noxious ideas, like the notion that America is an irredeemably racist nation. No, we're not. Or the idea that your sex is not a biological reality. No, it isn't. Or that you have some mythical privilege because of your skin color. No, you don't. But if we don't stop believing that, if we don't start saying, no, you're wrong when they're wrong, that will start accept. People will start to accept this as the new reality. If America is to remain a place where we have the freedom to speak simple truths out loud, where like Bob Dole, we can disagree without being disagreeable, then we must remove the penalties attached to rejecting the woke orthodoxy. Be woke if you want to be woke. Great. Knock yourself out. Or be politically incorrect if you want to be politically incorrect. I don't care. It's a free country. At least it used to be. Either way, if your ideas have merit, some do, some don't, then convince your fellow Americans of your points. Don't bully them into silence. Because the cost of silence is too high. And it's time for America to speak up. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense Elbridge Colby will be with us to share his fears that America may be poised to lose the next great power war against China. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Had stopped up drains in the past made your plumbing unusable? Had to go to work without a shower because of that unwanted surprise? Do you never want to repeat that experience? Call Bowers Plumbing Company. Whether you need a routine cleaning to stay up and running or a more permanent repair for the issue, Bowers Plumbing has your back. They have the knowledge and know-how to keep you from paying more than you need to and always treat their customers like family. Call 263-1011 for a free quote today. Bowers Plumbing, Wichita's trusted plumber since 1955. This holiday season at Ulta Beauty, we're celebrating with a little more sparkle and a lot more deals. Holiday Beauty Blitz is here to help you find everything for the beauty lover on your list. Right now, get up to 50% off deals each week from brands like CeraVe, Benefit, Urban Decay, and more. Because a lot more gift ideas means a little less shopping stress. And to make shopping even easier, you can buy online and pick up the very same day. Hurry, this event ends December 25th. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Hi, this is Kevin Frymeyer, Executive Director at Devastates Senior Living Community. Our mission is to empower our growing Devastates family by enriching the lives and hearts of the people we touch. So as we enter this holiday season, we're reminded to spark joy into the lives of our residents. A spark of joy, kindness, and compassion that grows within our community of dedicated staff to serve the elders who are entrusted to our care. On behalf of my team at Devastates, we want to remember the birth of our Savior by wishing you a blessed and Merry Christmas. All it can be Pave the way Pave the way Who knows your parking lot's the first thing they see Pave the way Pave the way Who seals your surface, fills your cracks Paints your lines, kicks your Asphalt Every day Pave the way Kick in asphalt your hard-earned money with online retailers, big box stores, or consignment centers. Crazy Jay's Furniture and Sleep Shop is always your best bet on brand new quality home furnishings and bedding at the best prices in town. Support local small business and keep your dollars in our community. Open seven days a week at 604 North Tyler and 1026 South Oliver or online at crazyjaysfurniture.com. The same is still in town. 
Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. That's the best way to stay informed on all the latest show updates. So for the first time since the Cold War, American officials are warning that the United States could lose a great power war, specifically to China. And while China's rise dominates the headlines, dangers from Russia, terrorists, Iran, and North Korea still persists. The United States can't rely on its military to overwhelm an opponent like it once did. That's in previous generations. Instead, the country must make choices, deciding where to focus and where not to focus, what to do and what not to do. Failing to adopt the right strategy will result in crisis and very possibly war and significantly possible defeat. Joining us now to shed some light on this very real threat that China poses to the United States is Elbridge Colby. He is the co-founder and principal of the Marathon Initiative. He served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Strategy and Force Development from 2017 through 2018 during which time he led the development of the National Defensive Strategy. Mr. Colby, thank you for joining us this evening. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Bridge, let me ask you, uh, in your new book, The Strategy of Denial, American Defense in an Age of Great Power Conflict, you argue that, that with the rise of China as a global superpower, the world has has fundamentally changed, and America's... You know, the old legacy defense strategy is is outdated. Are you really that concerned about our position in the world? I I am, John. I mean, I think, look, fundamentally, we can talk about the nature of the Chinese government or the Iranian government or the Russian government, et cetera. But what really differentiates China is just how powerful it is. And it's really unprecedented for all of us alive in the United States. It it would be, you know, I guess your great, great grandparents by the last time the United States had another power that it was a rival with that had an economy the same size. That was 150 years ago. That was Great Britain. I mean, for the first time, we were bigger than the Soviet Union by a a long shot. We were bigger than the Nazis. We were bigger than Imperial Japan. China has an economy that's as large as ours, and it's got 1.4 billion people, and it's turning that immense economic growth that it's obviously experienced over the last couple of decades into military power. And the reason that's so important, John, is that not only has China grown tremendously, but Asia has grown tremendously. So for many centuries, Europe was the center of world politics because it was where most of the economic power was, and that would turn into political power. And now that's going to be Asia. And if China dominates Asia, as it, I think, very clearly wants to do, it seems pretty obvious, uh, it's certainly the government's assessment, um, then our lives are going to be very, very different uh, here at home because they are going to have an enormous amount of leverage that, that I think they would, and, and, and I think it's very clear they, they, almost, they almost certainly would use against us to undermine uh, not only our prosperity, but ultimately our freedoms as well. So, so if we can't you know, depend on our military strength or, or potentially our economic strength to deal with the threat that China poses, what do we need to do? What, I mean, what do we need to change in order to keep pace or at least be competitive with China for that matter? Well, what we really need to do, the first step is to be very clear, as you said in the introduction, about what we need to do and how to do it. And I think we became very undisciplined after the collapse of the Soviet Union because we were so much more powerful than anybody else that essentially we didn't really need a strategy. We could embark on various kind of nation building exercises or kind of missionary pursuits abroad. Yeah, we've been real successful at that, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, we weren't good at them. They weren't really necessary and they and we weren't good at them. So it's kind of overdetermined that we should stop those things. But I mean, I think the first step is to really, I mean, you know, if you're in a business or you're a family and you're looking, looking at your budget and you've got a constrained situation suddenly for whatever reason, you know, the first thing is, all right, what do we really need to pay for? You know, school or 
uh, you know, clothes, food, et cetera, before you think about a second, you know, vacation or, or what have you, right? I mean, in this context is we really need to focus on making sure that we spend our money and our effort and our military power in the places where it's most significant. And I don't want to give you the impression that we can't deal with the situation. We can. My view is this book is designed to be that kind of strategic framework so people can see how we should think through this, in my view. And the key thing here, John, is there are a lot of potential threats out there, but by far the most consequential out there is a major, a great power, a superpower that can get control of a big part of the global economy and turns it towards us. Because, you know, Iran is very dangerous. North Korea is very dangerous. Russia even is very dangerous. But they pale in comparison to what China would be like if it dominated Asia. And that's what we need to focus on. And the way we do it is, you know, we are a superpower too. We shouldn't underestimate ourselves for sure, but we should also recognize this gravity of the challenge. But there are a lot of other countries out there that want to work with us to prevent China from dominating Asia. Japan, India, Australia, Taiwan, et cetera. We got to work with those countries to stand up to China. But what that really, really requires that we laser focus on China and Asia and not get distracted. And that's particularly relevant right now with what's going on in Europe over the Ukraine. You know, there's stuff going on in the Middle East always. The North Koreans are always misbehaving. There's a lot of distractions out there, but we're, we're so far beyond the point where we could afford to just kind of spend our attention and resources profitably all over the place. We really got to focus. Well, Bridge, here's my concern. How can a president like Joe Biden, whose family has troubling, deep personal and financial connections to China, be trusted then to make the changes necessary to keep China in check? I mean, this administration won't even investigate the origins of a pandemic that originated in a lab in China. So how do we trust that Joe Biden is going to keep China in check when his son has, you know, his hand in the cookie jar. I mean, it, I just don't trust that Joe Biden is going to do it. Well, I think, you know, the, there are a lot of questions that need to be answered on that point. And, they, and if the president, you know, and his administration can make it clear that they got nothing to hide on that, then, then, then they should make it clear. But those questions deserve to be asked. And, of course, they were, they were put, in, put away and suppressed even before the election, which is right. totally inappropriate. But, and I think that your point about the lab leak, I mean, how can we know? I mean, there's been no objective assessment, and the and the Chinese have clearly been been hiding and not only been negligent but been willfully uh, obfuscating and, and distorting, and I'd say lying about a lot of things. So we don't know. I think your your fundamental point, though, is that you know, I mean, the Biden administration has talked a lot about the China challenge, but when push comes to shove, they've got to be willing to put real pressure. And I thought, you know, I mean. Whether we boycott the Olympics or not is not going to make a difference at the end of the day. But, I mean, I think a lot of the response was, look, if we're not, you know, if the Biden administration itself is saying that the Chinese are committing genocide, the president himself said it, and all they can mount is a diplomatic boycott. Well, I mean, how serious are we really? And so I think this is the question that needs to be asked of any political leader in this country is show me the goods on how resolute and capable, how seriously you take it. The, the China challenge and how you're going to be able to deal with it. We're talking with Deputy Assistant Secretary, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for right. Strategy and Force Development, Elbridge Colby. I, I'm glad you brought up that uh, the diplomatic boycott of the Olympics, Elbridge. Uh, you know, th- that just seems so irrelevant. It's like China's going to sit there and say, oh, whoopee do. Uh, you're not sending yeah. a bunch of politicians. Great. That's what, you know, a few less people we have to provide shrimp and cocktails for i mean is that really any impact at all (laughs) no i mean i you know i mean i don't think like even if i mean jimmy carter boycotted the olympics in 1980 and i mean we don't exactly think of jimmy carter as the most you know aggressive president out there but he did a full boycott but on the other hand it didn't get them to get out of afghanistan but i mean look what we really got to focus on is the military balance is our economic power is not giving them as the you know the communists used to say you give the capitalists the the rope to, uh, to hang themselves with. We got to, you know, I mean, we've offshored a tremendous amount of our industrial base, critical elements of our national security and also just kind of our economy, semiconductors, for instance. I mean, these kinds of things we got to pay attention to the, to the real core. And we're going to have to be willing to take, you know, my biggest concern, John, with the administration on, on China, I've got other concerns, as I'm sure many of your listeners do, but on China is they're talking about it. And I, that's good. But they're also saying, hey, we're going to like compete, but at the same time, we're going to cooperate on all the things they claim to care about, like the climate change stuff and the pandemics and, and pandemic and so forth. And I'm saying, I mean, this is just, you know, I, these guys are not naive. So I don't know what their logic is here, 
But it, the, the reality is that, you know, Xi Jinping lived five years in a cave. His father was purged during the Cultural Revolution. We might not like him, but he's a tough guy. We got to give him that. He's come up a nasty system. And I think he means business. And now he's got a lot of power to, to do with it. And I think he's going to take the measure of our leadership. They're going to look, of course, at our military power, at our economic power, which is very great, but is not as relatively great as it used to be compared to them, a lot less. And they're going to say, are these guys the kind of guys that, that, that are going to stand up to me if I, if I push too, too hard? And I think, you know, the jury's out, right? I mean, I think we'll see. Yeah. But I, you know, my view is let's not, let's not test that proposition. Let's be as, as strong and focused in the critical theater against the critical opponent because it's so much stronger than anybody else. That's that's where we need to put our effort and our strength. I, I fear after Afghanistan, I don't think anybody's looking at this administration and, and going to be impressed in the slightest. The The book, again, is called The Strategy of Denial, American Defense in an Age of Great Power Conflict. It's available on Amazon. If folks want it, they can get a copy of it there. Right, Bridge? Absolutely, as well as other 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 outlets. Obviously, thank you again for joining us this evening. If uh, if folks want to connect with you, they can find you on Twitter at Elbridge Colby. Thank you again for joining us, brother. Have a merry Christmas. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thanks. Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners as well. We'll be taking your calls at seven forty-five. But coming up after the break, former Johnson County Commissioner Mike Brown will be with us. Tell us about why he's decided to run against incumbent Secretary of State Scott Schwab in next year's Republican primary. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Trailer season is here, and Toppers Plus Truck Accessories can hook you up. Tow your boat, cycle, RV lawn equipment, and more. Toppers Plus has receiver hitches, goosenecks, fifth wheel hitches, brake controllers, trailer wiring, and leveling kits. Choose from top brands like BMW Hitches Made in Kansas or Reese, Kurt, and Draw Type. What you tow matters, and so does your hitch. Get trailer season ready at Toppers Plus, 5511 West Central, or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you! The holidays bring family and friends together to tables filled with delicious food. Make the centerpiece of your holiday table smoked and cured meats from Yoder Meats. Bring in the holidays with Yoder Meats custom smoked turkeys or fresh turkey, cured hams, prime rib or specialty meats like lamb and goat, all hand cut for your gathering. Stop by your favorite store today and let our team help you find the right cut of meat to impress your holiday guests. Place orders early to ensure you get just what you want. From our table to yours, taste the old-fashioned flavor at Yoder Meats in Yoder and three locations in Wichita. Odyssey is the new audio app where you can listen to KNSS and other great audio. Download it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. It's the holiday season, and Taco Bell is giving away free Christmas cash. Do you want to win? Listen daily for the Taco Bell weekly location and join us for your chance to win. One lucky drive through vehicle chosen randomly will win $98 in Christmas cash. Are you the lucky one? Drive through and see if you win. Just Taco Bell's way of saying thank you and happy holidays. No purchase necessary. See store for details. Running on empty? Don't let aging drain your body. Limitless Mail can help you recharge safely under medical care. As you age, your body produces less testosterone, which can cause one or more symptoms. Trouble sleeping, no energy, loss of muscle mass, poor concentration, belly fat, low sex drive, depression. Limitless Mail can eliminate these symptoms with testosterone replacement therapy and re-energize your life. Schedule a free consult at LimitlessMail.com. Pizza John's, open since 1969. Dine in Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. at 208 South Baltimore in Derby. Give them a call at 788-2011 or go online at pizzajohnsderby.com. Pizza John's, purveyors of round meals and flat snacks. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. KNSS Weather is brought to you by Edelman Financial Services. 
Looking good for the overnight hours. High pressure is in place. Might still be a little bit breezy. Wind up to 25 miles per hour. Our low around 32. For Monday, we're expecting sunshine warming up to about 65 and windy. Another gusty day on Tuesday. Sunshine, though, and 70. This is KNSS meteorologist Steve Hamilton. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. And he does it all night long. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you that you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcasts to all our previous episodes there, and make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. Little Santa's got a dirty job. John Rich and Mike Rowe. Yeah, I love this song. Brings out the redneck in me. It's just not, not really very well hidden. So... Earlier this week, conservative business owner and former Johnson County Commissioner Mike Brown announced he's running for Kansas Secretary of State. Brown's announcement sets up a Republican primary between Republican incumbent Secretary of State Scott Schwab. Brown is a professional general contractor focused on commercial construction. He started his career with his own home building and land development company in the early 1990s and ultimately became the largest developer home builder in the KC metro area for multiple years. Mike served as the 2007 president of the Home Builders Association of Greater Kansas City and the National Association of Home Builders Board of Directors, along with other various leadership and board director roles for nearly two decades, including as a Johnson County commissioner from 2017 to this year. Mike, thank you for joining us, my friend. Nice to have you on the show, brother. It is so good to be with you, John. You and your listeners, it's uh, it's a great opportunity, and I really appreciate it. It's good to be with all of you. Well, you're you're very welcome. I appreciate. I know your wife's not a little under the weather, so I appreciate you taking the time. We'll uh, we'll let you get back to her. Let me let me start with the uh, the elephant in the room. No pun intended. Uh, I served with uh, with Scotty in the house, and I'll just put it this way. So, what in your opinion? What has he done? while serving as Secretary of State, that you felt compelled, so compelled, that you, uh, you know, warrants a primary challenge? So let's begin. Thank you, John. And and uh, great question and a fair question. So uh, let me begin at the very beginning with this. Um, on election night in November of this year, so just about five weeks ago, uh, on election night, my phone blew up with people who were concerned with how elections were going. People who were struggling to find their name on a on a report, people at a polling place struggling to find their name at the polling place. There was some confusion. So that happens occasionally in an election. However, that evening after the polls closed, the the chaos ramped up and then it continued the entire next day. My phone, emails, private messages, text messages. Uh, I, I was being bombarded with with people with concerns about how the elections were going and concerned uh, that they did not have confidence in how our election systems were being run. I took that thought coupled with a conversation that I had with several people then the following day and it became clear to me that running for secretary of state was something I needed to do. I'm a general contractor. I fix things. That's what I do. I, I take a raw canvas and I turn it into a building or a home and a community. And th- this, 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 this struggle that we're having with the, our elections right now requires a rethinking of how we have gone forward. This has been a struggle as we have watched, you know, Rice County, uh, a judge in Rice County throw out two elections. Um, we have seen, um, you know, a, a lack of auditing of, 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 of elections in the past. And, and I, I will tell you, uh, auditing is expensive. 
But if that's what it takes to get confidence in our elections, then auditing is what it takes. What, what, whatever it takes to cause the people of Kansas to have surety that their elections are secure, that they are safe, and that they are fair, and that one voter equals one vote, whatever it takes to get to that point is what I intend to carry forward and what I intend to do as the Secretary of State of Kansas. Well, and Mike, I don't think you you have to be part of the, you know, the tinfoil hat brigade to think that there was, that there could be fraud in elections. I, I You know, I know there are people who True. take that to an extreme, but... I, I mean, I think we all admit, any reasonable person would admit that there's some fraud in every election, because there is. It's just the degree to which. But, you know, when questions are being asked nationally and in the state of Kansas about the integrity of our elections, there's some truth to that. And um, I, I know when Secretary of State Schwab was asked about that, uh, he, I mean, I think his response was, I mean, it was a little... It was not what I was expecting. I, I believe he called the he said that when those asking questions were concerned with the integrity of our election, he called them domestic bad actors. That's a significant statement to say that you can't even ask about uh, the, the integrity of elections. I mean, have you talked that, to Scott? I mean, it was is, is he opposed to auditing our elections? Do you know? Have you talked to him at all? So, so let me just for a second, and I will answer your question. Give me just one second to back up. I will also, you know, so the the position that says that somebody who asks a question about an election, somebody who questions their government, which in my opinion is as quintessential as the American flag and Washington, D.C. and the Capitol and the Star Spangled Banner, we question our government. That is what Americans do. That is a part of the fabric and the DNA of who we are. To call those people a domestic bad actor, which is exactly what Scott Schwab did, that, is, that, that could not be further from acceptable, could not be further from the truth. And it is, it, it's beyond reprehensible that somebody as a, a statewide elected would say that about their fellow Kansans who would have questions about the elections. It's, it's unexcusable to no. me. I, I, I was greatly offended personally and on behalf of I don't know how many Kansans. I guess we're going to find out. But it, it was reprehensible to me personally. It really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me in deciding to get into this race. And, and challenge Scott in a primary. Uh, I'm a domestic bad actor by that criteria because I question Brandon Whipple and Laura Kelly all the time. But I mean, have Absolutely. you have you talked to Scott? I have not had a chance to ask him. I'm, I'm sure we'll have him on the show again at some point. Is he opposed to uh, auditing elections? I, I can tell you right now, I've talked to at least two state representatives, and I'm fairly certain that there will be a bill introduced next session that will call for audits of the 2020 and going forward, probably some random auditing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't know. Is I can't see Scott being opposed to audits. I think that just keeps the system honest, right? I would agree, and I, and I would call for that wholeheartedly. I have not heard Scott say that to anyone anywhere. And to, to, to answer your question directly, John, I have not talked to Scott about this topic. This, this to me, uh, th th this idea, this thought about what needed to happen next really came to fruition after I got I in, dir indirectly got called a domestic bad actor. As I began digging into this and looking at things, when elections are being thrown out, when people are being called names because they don't agree with you, uh, when, when, you know, a, 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 at the time, a sitting president, Donald J. Trump uh, of the United States of America, he's the president of the U.S., um, is being also categorized as uh, a domestic bad actor or or not. It's not acceptable for him to have a question about how elections are being run in the 50 states, specifically in this one, Kansas. Um, I think if you're running for president of the United States or you're running for dog catcher or you're anything on the entire spectrum of American, you have the right to ask your government, is this being done fair? Is this being done right? And I will tell you, when you get called a domestic bad actor for doing that, you're, you're being told your opinion does not count. Your question does not count. Sit down, be quiet, and move to the side. You are just in the way of us doing what we want to do. 
and that is unacceptable. Mike, that, I, that is the that's the swamp, and I am out. On I that. Uh, I went to your website, which is Mike Brown for Kansas, by the way. Checked out your platform. There were uh, three three issues in particular that you emphasize that I completely agree with: voter ID, strengthening signature verification, and banning ballot harvesting. Uh, I mean, again. I, I, as far as I know, I don't think Secretary Schwab's opposed to any of those. Uh, I mean, are these areas that you feel that we're not doing an adequate job on? Or, I mean, how, how do you want to improve the Secretary of State's office in those areas? So I want to improve each of those that you just named, and, and, and that is 100% through transparency. I want to the public to be able to see see into the Secretary of State's office and into our elections process where there is nothing hidden. There is nothing that's in a shadowy area where doubt lurks. I I just I want there to be full transparency and full sunshine. When somebody asks uh, an election office in a county, for instance, to uh, see where their early voting Uh, mail drop boxes are, to see the video of the ballots being collected out of them. And they are told, I'm sorry, that information is not available to you as the public. That's not acceptable. And has that occurred? I mean, did the count, did there, was it, did a county do that? Has Secretary Schwab done that? Johnson County, Kansas did that to me four weeks ago. I have the email where I was told by Johnson County Legal that as a citizen, I'm not allowed to see that video okay well so now, if you're if you're if if the entire idea of all of this is transparency then you have to be fully transparent you can't be transparent when it's convenient or when you feel like it you have to all be 100 percent transparent 100 percent of the time and I, I i have struggled with with that greatly it is it is it, it's a frustration of mine and transparency in my entire time in being involved in anything to do in the in in the public realm transparency has been a hallmark of mine and anyone who's been around me seen me talk to me or knows me at all knows transparency is my driver i want to bring transparency to the secretary of state's office well mike i you know i wish you all the best it's, it's an uphill battle on for sure i like I said, I know Scott, and I'm, I'm sure said, uh, Republican primaries are difficult anyway. If folks are interested, if they want more information about you, if they want to donate or volunteer, it's it's MikeBrownForKansas.com. That's all written out. Uh, if that's how they can find you. They can get information about you and, and get more information, donate, email, that kind of stuff, correct? Absolutely. You got it. Through the website is the best way. There's a link to contact me directly if you have questions or concerns. I'm happy to answer you back. And, uh, John, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Merry Christmas to you, to your audience, to everybody in Kansas. I hope everyone has a merry and blessed Christmas. Likewise, Mike. Thanks again. Best of luck. Merry Christmas, my friend. Take care. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. as a small child when Christmas was coming? That thrill of excitement building in the deepest part of your soul, knowing anything and everything was possible. From flying reindeer to Santa leaping down your chimney to bring you the most wonderful toy in the world. Unfortunately, sometimes as adults, it seems as if it's almost impossible to recapture those warm, tingling childhood memories. But this year can be different. You see, at Mike Seltzer Jewelers, 2929 North Rock Road in Comaterra Center, the magic of Christmas awaits you. Step into our store and experience an old-fashioned Christmas, complete with familiar carols, a smiling staff, ready and eager to help you choose a gift from among the enormous selection of stunning jewelry, free gift wrapping, and best of all, 50% off almost everything in the store. That's right. With 50% off, you'll be able to afford the kind of gifts that bring Christmas magic with them for you and for the one whose face will light up on Christmas morning. Mike Seltzer Jewelers, where the magic of Christmas awaits you with 50% off now through December 24th. KNSSradio.com is connecting vets with our Veterans News and Salute to Service, a year-round effort to provide information and recognize the exceptional efforts of our military veterans. 
Read our Veterans News articles now at knssradio.com. Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner. What better way to shop than to shop local? Buy a $25 gift card and receive a $5 gift card free. The perfect gift for your family and friends, Jimmy's Family Diner. Do you suffer from the debilitating condition peripheral neuropathy? Are you dependent on drugs such as Lyrica, Gabapentin, or Cymbalta? Are you experiencing continual pain, numbness, and tingling? And have you waited so long that it's affecting your balance? If so, you need to stop what you're doing and listen. Dr. Andrew Roy, D.C. at Advanced Wellness and Rehab in Wichita can help. One issue that has long infuriated Dr. Roy is that many neuropathy sufferers are unaware of the potential side effects of the prescribed drugs. His gift is teaching patients how to reverse their neuropathy and live without the fear of the inevitable downward spiral created by the disease itself and by the typical drug cocktail approach. If you're tired of being victimized, taking endless drugs with serious side effects, please call 316-217-9223. We're hosting a free neuropathy seminar for you. Please call 316-217-9223. That's 217-9223. Call now to reserve your space. Have you or a loved one been seriously injured in an accident? Then you need attorneys you can trust to protect your future and provide for your family. I'm Matt Bretz from Bretz Injury Law. With more than 30 years of experience, we've helped injured Kansans recover more than $250 million for lost wages, for medical treatment, and for their futures. Don't wait. Call Bretz Injury Law today at 316-266-4111. Bretz Injury Law, who you need when you are in need. New from Patriot Products, the folks who brought you Trumpanol and the Blame Dalton button, it's Camilla on the Shelf. Just in time for the holidays, our new Camilla on the Shelf doll will watch you every day and fly back to the White House each night to report if you are misbehaving. Camilla sees you when you're sleeping, and she knows if you don't support the Green New Deal. (laughs) She knows if you paid your fair share or not. You help us win this election? And Joe and I are about to get rid of that tax cut. Camilla is pre-programmed to detect evil activities, including owning guns, using a plastic straw, putting gas in your car, not wearing your face mask, or liking a Donald Trump tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy, Daddy, please make the angry lady go away. Order your very own Camilla on the shelf now by calling 1-800-MORE-TAX. That's one 800 more tax. If you call within the next 30 minutes, you'll receive your very own Kamala Harris Oval Office Commemorative Portrait at no extra charge. Don't display until spring of 2021. Get your Kamala on the shelf. Hey, hey, it's Kamala, not Kamala. Get your Kamala on the shelf today. <laughs> your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show. Little Johnny Cash. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And, of course, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. The Kamala on the Shelf doll. We haven't heard that one in a year. That was awesome. Kamala. Kamala, Kamala, John. The Kamala on the <laughs> on the go. shelf, doll. Wow, that that was good. You brought that out of the archive. Well, you know, tis the season. That is true, and that laugh is just so. And I still love the fact that line in there about spring of twenty twenty one. It may, it may be spring of 2022, you don't know. but she still may be in the White House. You get one of those portraits. She may still be in the Oval Office when that thing when when it went in time. And trust me, it wouldn't surprise me. Fred, you're on the John Whitmer Show. Thanks for sticking around. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. No, of course. My pleasure. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. I saw a meme about uh, Bob Dole's now a registered Democrat and uh, made me think that... Uh, <laughs> 
how yeah. easy it would be with uh, vital statistics that this state or any state to notify the voter registration of a death. They would have all the pertinent information, date of birth, date of death, Social Security, everything. And uh, it would just uh, solve the uh, suspicion of uh, deceased voting. A problem with a lot of that, I mean, the minute they they start, quote unquote, purging voter rolls, the left just, I mean, there's much wailing and gnashing of teeth anytime that happens, regardless of, uh, you know, someone has deceased or moved or is no longer at that address. The left just gets they they start calling disenfranchisement uh, franchisement. That's that's the the knee jerk reaction from the left. Anytime you start taking people off the voter rolls. And I think that's part of the hesitancy of election officers to do that is because they're afraid they get attacked. And the left has done such a good job of demonizing any efforts to clear up the voter rolls, because the many you do that. They start, oh, it's disenfranchising certain demographics. And, of course, they always blame Republicans for that when all we're really trying to do is just ensure integrity and make sure that, you know, the right people are voting and the folks that aren't entitled to vote don't get to vote. Well, the vital statistics obligated to notify Social Security of a death, is that disenfranchising people that are getting Social Security benefits after their death? No, you're absolutely right. I'm When my mother passed away um it happened not too far when i was in session and that was in uh, oh goodness it was may ish and yet later that year we still got a a voter id a voter registration for her and because i I happen to be the executor of the estate but just go to figure you know right and if you uh were uh, perhaps liberal you might have went ahead and registered and voted for her Oh, I, I I absolutely filled that out. And no, I, <laughs> but you're right. We could have. I, I remember when I got the thing and I thought to myself, wow, how easy would it be for me to I could have I could have very easily filled it out, sign you know, and send it in. And no one would have been the wiser. And that's goes to show But you can only do that if you're a Democrat. That's true. That's true. I, I don't have a D behind my name. So apparently they wouldn't account. They wouldn't have counted that ballot because it would have been for a Republican. So it right. but you make I a good it, point. It's funny how that works. And I think that goes to show why we need to audit uh, elections. And I I think there's nothing wrong with random audits. I think we should look into auditing them after every election. Pick a county. Pick, you know, the the top ten most populous or any – do it randomly. Do a random draw. Throw counties in a – by number in a fishbowl and draw them out and say, okay, these five counties, you're getting an audit this cycle – I just think it's smart, just to, if no other reason than to just keep folks on their toes and make sure that we're holding our election officials and uh, you know accountable. So, thanks for calling, Fred. Stick around, Raymond Arroyo, coming up after the top of the hour break. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 